Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. It is shaping up to be a nasty day on the roads, and to that point, all school-purpose vehicles serving the Thames Valley District School Board and London District Catholic School Board are cancelled for the entire day to freezing, due to freezing rain, and that's not a surprise. Yeah, it is going to be a busy day for road crews and police officers, both inside the city and out on area highways. Uh, They're going to be responding to the freezing rain that is falling in the city. A freezing rain warning remains in effect for London, Park Hill, Strathroy, Kamoka, as well as eastern and western Middlesex County. Environment Canada is warning surfaces like highways, roads, walkways, parking lots. They're all going to be icy and slippery today. We could see a few millimeters of ice buildup as well as strong winds gusting up to 70 kilometers an hour. Road Operations Division Manager John Parsons says the city has up to 28 salt trucks ready to hit local roads and walkways. Even though crews are ready, Parsons is recommending drivers use lots of caution if you have to be out on the roads. Give yourself plenty of space in between cars. Give yourself lots of time to brake. Make sure your headlights are on. All of those good things. The forecast calls for freezing rain to transition to rain or even snow later this afternoon. Other parts of the province like Belleville, Peterborough, as well as the York and Durham regions are being warned of heavy snowfall starting this afternoon and continuing into the evening. Well, London police have released the results of a review into a swatting incident involving a well-known online personality. Yeah, this is a really interesting uh, story. At the beginning of August, transgender activist and Twitch streamer Clara Sorrenti was arrested at gunpoint after someone harassing her sent false death threats with her name and address to city councillors. In a report set to be tabled at today's London Police Services board meeting, Chief Steve Williams wrote the review of the August incident determined responding officers acted appropriately based on the information available to them at the time. Williams notes they are now using a nationwide system to flag locations or people who have been the subject of previous swatting. Sorrenti has also raised concerns about how police interacted with her during the arrest. She said they used her previous name, also known as a dead name, and wrote that name on a bag of her belongings while she was in custody. In the report, Chief Williams said audio and video recordings show officers didn't use Sorrenti's dead name. However, he did acknowledge it was written on the bag as it was generated from the service's internal records management system. Williams said they've since implemented a process to inform officers on what to do when they are interacting with an individual who's legally changed their name and how to reflect this change in their records. Williams also noted relevant uh, procedures have been reviewed and updated and additional training has been provided to officers working in the detention unit at police headquarters. There is a push on right now for people to get their flu shot. I have my appointment this afternoon and I am ready to roll up my sleeve and doctors say despite ongoing uh, crush of sick children straining Canadian hospitals, many of them suffering from the flu, not enough people are getting vaccinated against the virus. Dr. Teresa Tam, Canada's Chief Public Health Officer, emphasized the importance of getting young children vaccinated against the flu at a news conference yesterday. She says kids under five have the highest hospitalization rate for flu, noting that currently the weekly pediatric hospitalization 
infection rate is above levels typically seen at the peak of influenza season. She has also said ICU admissions and deaths are higher than usual among children. Ontario's Ministry of Health does not make flu vaccination rates available to the public until after the influenza season. However, in an email, the ministry said that about 30% of Ontarians usually get the flu shot each year. Last year, 39% of adults in Canada got their flu vaccinations, according to data from the Public Health Agency of Canada's website. Vaccine uptake for children is not listed on the site. Facebook and Google aren't too happy with MPs in Ottawa right now. Yeah, a Liberal government bill designed to require web giants to compensate journalism outfits for reposting their content has passed a final vote in the House of Commons. Uh, Federal Heritage Minister Pablo Rodriguez has argued the bill will ensure fairness in the digital news marketplace by creating a framework and bargaining process for Google and Meta, which own social media sites Facebook and Instagram, to pay media outlets. The bill would create a system overseen by the Canadian Radio, Television and Telecommunications Commission, which would have the power to impose administrative monetary penalties on companies that are not compliant with its provisions. Google and Meta have roundly criticized the bill. In a statement yesterday, Meta threatened to remove news content from Facebook in Canada, saying the bill doesn't properly account for the value it provides publishers. Similar legislation has passed elsewhere in the world, most notably Australia. Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1890, Chief Sitting Bull, whose Sioux forces had been killed by General George Custer and his army at the Battle of Little Bighorn in Montana in 1876, died in North Dakota after being shot by police while trying to arrest him. In 1913, Toronto's newest vaudeville house, the 2200-seat Lowe's Young Street Theatre, which is now the Elgin Theatre, opened. Owner Marcus Lowe brought in Irving Berlin to sing some of his favourites to a standing-room-only crowd. Two months later, the 1500-seat Winter Garden was opened above Lowe's, creating the first double-deck Theatre Complex in Canada. In 1939, Gone with the Wind producer David O. Selznick's movie version of the Margaret Mitchell novel starring Vivian Lee and Clark Gable had its world premiere in Atlanta. In 1942, Parliament approved the conscription of married men during the Second World War. In 1964, the House of Commons voted 163 to 78 to adopt the red and white maple leaf design as Canada's flag. In 1966, Walt Disney, who became a household name with his animated cartoon features, died at the age of 65. In 1993, the British and Irish Prime Ministers agreed on a framework for peace in Northern Ireland that called for all parties that renounced violence to be invited to join in negotiations on the future. In 2000, the Chernobyl nuclear power plant was shut down for good 14 years after it spawned the world's worst nuclear accident. In 2001, Italy's leading Tower of Pisa was reopened to the public after being closed for safety reasons in 1990. A massive engineering effort costing around $40 million reduced the tower's tilt. The tower started to lean shortly after it was built in 1173. In 2017, Chief Justice Beverly McLaughlin retired from the Supreme Court of Canada after 28 years on the court, including almost 18 as chief. The 74-year-old McLaughlin was the first woman to hold the top job on the high court and was Canada's longest-serving chief justice. And on this day in 2021, former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin pleaded guilty to federal charges of violating George Floyd's civil rights by kneeling on his 
his neck as he was handcuffed and not resisting and then failing to provide medical care. He was convicted in the spring of state murder and manslaughter charges and sentenced to 22 and a half years in prison. Happy birthday to listener Quinn, who turns 56 today, and listener Gina, who turns 43. You share a birthday with Dave Clark from the Dave Clark Five. He, he is 83. Don Johnson turns 73 today. Adam Brody is 43. And Alana Haim is 31.